Thank you for listening to our Chat Canna broadcast. This podcast was originally created for our YouTube channel and is being rebroadcast here for your convenience. We'd like to thank the folks at Canna RHX for providing this Chat Canna podcast. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to January 4th. Why is the CBD oil coming from China to America? That's what we're going to talk about in today's show. This is the Monday morning version of Chat Canna called Have You Heard? My name, of course, is John Reitmeyer from Canna RHX, and we welcome you to this, I would say, cold Monday morning, but it's really going to be a wonderful, wonderful Monday morning here in the Red River Valley with record high temperatures. They're saying about 33 here today, and uh, that's going to be great. I am making a trip to Fargo today uh, for some medical uh, visits, and it should be a beautiful drive down and a beautiful drive back. And when I get back, I'm picking up a laptop that has Linux installed on it uh, to do some learning on. Uh, I've just always wanted to do that. And we have a laptop, an old, old laptop that we've taken out of production. And my guy is putting Linux on it. And uh, we're just going to have some fun with it. Nothing special, no uh, direct need for it. Um, if we ever needed a Linux server, we would do that in the cloud. Um, no reason to have it on something here where it could break down and uh, where it could break down and uh, have a problem. But for Chat Canna and all of the hemp things that are going on, and of course we've started the new year, and and this is great news. We got our hemp license in the mail from the state of Minnesota. Um, took it took one cycle to do that. The computer didn't catch um, catch it right this year because of our two locations. Um, so we have uh, we have indoor and outdoor grows at one location, but we have processing at two locations, and the computer didn't pick it up right. So of course. They fixed it. They are just wonderful. Um, what a great organization to work with because, you know, there's just no, there's just never been a problem. Um, anything that is out of order, they fix uh, quickly and uh, happily, and uh, we've had nothing but help from them. And so if you're thinking about getting in the hemp business in Minnesota, and I understand North Dakota is equally, uh, is equally uh, supportive um, you know, uh, give us a call. We're happy to talk to you about it and uh, tell you some of the do's and don'ts and the mistakes that we made and uh, and hook you up with some people in your area that probably made their mistakes too and uh, and uh, see, see where it takes us. Um, but you got to have plans. The number one thing that anybody will tell you that's been in the hemp business now for two or three years, we know some three-year pioneers we'll introduce you to those, um, is that you have to have your opening, your growing, your processing, and your selling plan. If you don't have a selling plan, uh, then it's just a lot of fun and a great experiment. And that's okay, too, because you can say you were in this business from its very beginning, and uh, we don't know what might open up this year. If it were not for what happened uh, lockdown and all of this other stuff wise last year the uh, business was on an incredible roll and things were happening and it was exciting and we didn't know where it was going to go it was almost like Santa Claus was going to come and sprinkle gifts all around and then of course kaboom everything shut down 
but that may not happen this year um, like that. Uh, you know, we're, we're now things are starting to open up again. There's a demand for the product. We just have to start connecting those buyers out there with the processors, the makers, and of course the producers. And there is some, there is product in the chain, but that's going to start getting eaten up. And of course, hemp does not last forever. Um, certainly not the raw product. And then, of course, we don't know how it lasts as a distillate, as a CBD oil, as a, uh, uh, you know, in the powdered form. We don't know that yet. We're learning all of these things. And now, of course, the hot hemp uh, desirability is CBN, CBG. And they are in tiny, tiny parts of a pound of hemp flour. It's exciting times. We'll have more news for you four days a week as this goes on right here on these channels. Please, by the way, um, if you're on Facebook, like us. If you're on YouTube, subscribe and hit the bell, and we'll let you know every time we're broadcasting. Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Central Time, we will have a new program for you. Of course, it doesn't matter when you listen to it, but it, it makes our heart go pity-patter when you're on live here with us as it's happening. Today's news, there's a Chinese food maker, Chengguan is their name, Biotech Group. They are big. And they are a little bit proud. They've released information saying, we don't really care what the price of crude is. Uh, you know, there was one time when it was $6,000 per kilogram. Now it's down, uh, they're saying it's below $1,000 in the past 18 months. I think it's a little less than that. Um, but um, they say that they can get more and more out of the hemp buds. So uh, they can be profitable at way lower levels of pricing in the market. So, hey, we're going to make money anyway, where others are now kind of jumping out because it's just like oil out in western North Dakota. We're going to shut off the pumps if we can't make X amount of dollars, I'm not sure where that is. Is it $100 a barrel or $80 a barrel? But at a certain price point, an oil company is going to say, nope, I'm going to leave my oil in the ground and I'm going to wait till the price comes up. Because as we know about this fluctuating market all the way back to what, 1880 when the, the gushers came in down in Texas, forgive me if I don't have the right date, but you know, the price is gone up and down and up and down and up really up uh, i don't know if some of you remember back in the in the 70s 80s uh california you could get gas based on the ending number on your license plate i don't know how they figured it out for words on a plate somebody had the name the word porsche porsche was the most valuable license plate in california it was only one of them uh, and then, of course, if you were from out of state, you could buy any day, either day. Um, my friend Bob lived around the corner from a gas station, and instead of waiting in line, he had a whole, well, he even had boat gas tanks. Remember the six-gallon standard, whether you had a Johnson or an Evinrude or a Mercury, you had a six-gallon gas tank, red. They were always red. I think the Mercury ones were more rounded. But they were all, they all held six, that was a magic, I think it was probably what a, 
a man could generally lift into a boat relatively easily. And he would, he had a, he went to the junkyard and got a few of those. And he would just, whenever he needed a little exercise, he'd walk over to the gas station and he could bypass all the cars that were waiting because they all thought that he had run out of gas somewhere and felt sorry for him. So he'd go up, get his six gallons of gas, and he had them all full in his shop. He had like 15 of those full of gas. So somebody would be coming by and complaining, oh, I got to go wait in line for gas. And he'd go, oh, here's six gallons. And it was like he was the, he was the king of the neighborhood. So it was a wonderful time back then. But, you know, that was gas was high and every pump that could be pumping was pumping because uh, and there weren't that many in the United States. Now we have reached a level where they tell us that we are we are an exporting company. We are pumping more than we can. And we should be an exporting company for CBD. That's where I'm going with this. I'm coming around to this. Why are we importing CBD products from China? I don't understand that. We have every capability in this country of at least supplying all the needs of CBD here where we know nothing's been sprayed on the plants. No pesticides, no herbicides, no fungicides, no set-asides. That's an inside joke. If you're in agriculture, you know the joke about that. But seriously, no fungicides, no pesticides, no herbicides. There's no heavy metals in the product. Nothing. We have a clean product. Did you see how the radiance of the lights shone upon me when I said a clean product? We should not be bringing this product in from another country where there's no controls. So that's what we're saying today. And, you know, this company is licensed in Yanyang, and uh, they say they've got a better way to extract it. And uh, they're talking about $450 million in annual sales. Guess where they're going, huh? Yeah. Um, we are still talking about this being a $5 billion uh, product for the United States right now. And... Um, I'm telling you, there's more and more Chinese companies that are taking up positions in the hemp production chain because their investors see that CBD, other, other cannabinoids, and then, of course, hemp fiber and hemp herd, the inside, have value. We got to kick the industry in gear here in the United States. That's what we're trying to do here. Also, they see a big thing for it in beauty products, health and beauty products. So here we go. Let's make it happen. But China has now claimed they have found a way to get way more CBD out of any quantity of bud and stems. Can they do it? Uh, we got to get our uh, hosting partner on here, uh, Veronica, and see what she thinks about that. That is Have You Heard for uh, This Day. Uh, we will be on again tomorrow with a full show. We hope that you will see us. In the meantime, have yourselves a great day, everybody. It's Monday. I am off to the big city, and we will see you as in about 23 hours and 
45 minutes. In the meantime, have yourself.